Hello and welcome to Stay Paid, the sales and marketing podcast from Reminder Media where we talk about actionable ideas to help grow your business so you can live a life of freedom tomorrow, but only if you take action today. My name is Joshua Stike, Vice President of Marketing here at Reminder Media, and I am here with Luke Acri. Hello, everybody. It's not just to grow your business. It's to blow up your blow business. Blow up your business. Business is booming. I got to change that. <laughs> booming. Booming, baby. <laughs> Speaking of booming, today we're talking about creating a wow experience. I feel like that word yes. all in caps kind of looks like a boom. It's what everybody's after. Everybody wants to create the wow experience. Everybody wants to be the Zappos of the world. Every time I think wow experience, I think, think of Zappos. Zappos. That's Absolutely. What I think. Well, how many of us have worked with a service professional or a company and had a bad experience? Now picture those companies that you've worked with and had an amazing customer experience with. Believe it or not, those wow experiences are not by accident and are usually very strategically created. So what are you doing in your own business to proactively ensure that your clients not only avoid bad experiences, but walk away from you with such a great experience that they're compelled to share it with others. Yes, so have you ever lost a deal? Have you ever found yourself losing to the competition, like at the listing presentation, right? Did you ever lose the competition? I was talking to my brother the other day in the car, and he was saying, you know what's funny is when I lose that deal, really what it is, if I'm being honest with myself, It's that I did not showcase the value that I can bring to the table and make the experience, to tie it into what we're talking about today, to make the experience of this journey, to even get this deal closed, I didn't do it as well as my competition. They literally presented more value, they presented a better experience for that client, and that's why that client went with them. So this client experience, so much of the time, we think of it in terms of just like when you have a client, It starts from the very beginning of when you're courting that potential prospect. Because I just, right before this podcast, was telling you about our insurance salesman, which we're going to have on the podcast. This guy's a great salesman. He courted me for a year and a half to try to earn our business, our company's business, insurance business. Mm -hmm. And it's all about trying to create this wow experience for me in this journey that I'm on with him to make it feel like he's going above and beyond. So I think of not only think of him every time I think of insurance and stuff like that, but more importantly, I trust him. Like I like him and I trust him. I always come back to the same thing as what we preach. It's relationship marketing. I come back to the same thing. You gotta be known, that's marketing. It's gonna get you known. But more importantly, why do you create a wow experience for your prospects all the way through to your clients to retain them? You gotta be liked, you gotta be trusted. And this wow experience is all about creating that like and creating that trust. Well, yeah, you're talking about that emotional connection, I think, which is the first thing. So whenever you're starting that relationship or you're working towards you know, getting to the point where they become a client mm-hmm. and can have a client experience with you, it's already starting at that very beginning stage where it's almost kind of like the phrase, like, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. So maybe when even presenting, it's not necessarily even that they're presenting more value. They're just figuring out how to connect emotionally. Yes, that's a great with, way to say With the it. people that they're, that they're speaking with. And I think, like, some of the examples you've given in the past that always hit home, and we've gotten some comments on this in the past, which is, like, can I just share with you from what's on my heart? Yes. Like, here's that's why. That's our close. That's our that's a close. close. Here's why I got into the business. Yep. And now you're connecting with them on an emotional level. And if they if they are receptive to that, um, and I don't know who want to be, maybe robots. Well, but. So, yeah. <laughs> well, robots are coming. That's a whole other podcast coming soon. Uh, stay tuned. <laughs> Fixing your client experience through AI. But but the point being is like so many people at the close say, can I be honest with you, which is a terrible line to use in sales. Because yeah, you know, immediately like, why wouldn't you be honest? Why wouldn't you be honest? Right. Can I be direct with you? Well, are you not being direct with me? But can I share <laughs> right. from my heart with you? 
Can I share from my heart with you? I mean, it's such an emotional connection that you can make with that potential prospect, even in potential client. But I think what you're getting at is a key point when it comes to the client experience, which is the personalization. What you're trying to do is you're trying to connect personally with somebody. And how do you connect personally with somebody? You have to understand what their greatest pain points are, as Tony Robbins would say, and what their irresistible or greatest desires are, mm. right? And so when you understand someone's greatest pain points that you're solving and you understand what their desires are, now you can personalize your service to speak to them in a way, all the way from your marketing to your conversations to where you take them out to dinner to whatever it is that you're doing in your client experience, you can start tailoring that to that potential prospect and to your client. That's the future of business. If you haven't figured that out now, what is happening in today's world is technology is enabling us to really understand people, because data, it's right, it's the data revolution, as everybody's saying today, but data is giving us the data points to understand what people's likes and their interests are, understand what their pain points are, understand what their desires are. Now we can tailor our business and our products and our services specifically to that individual. And that is what is people are coming to expect in service. They come to expect that. So if you're a real estate agent, they are now, they don't want you to just sell their home or help them buy a home. They want personalized service. They want you to know them personally and start tailoring your service to them in a way that connects the dots. So the perfect example I use all the time is if the family you're servicing has a daughter named Julie that loves ballet, why would you not, when you search for homes, also search where are the closest ballet studios? Why would you not do that? Right. Right? Because that's personalizing the service. I'll tell you which, why. Yeah, because you're lazy. Because <laughs> it's hard. I took the words right out of his mouth. It's, it takes extra time to do that. Correct. But you have it's we were talking about this yeah earlier doing the hard things are the things that you should be focusing on the most. Yep, that's that's a great measurement of your business or sorry of your day. Get to the end of the day, ask yourself how many hard things did I do today? Meaning, how many things did you do that put you outside of your comfort zone that put you in a position that goes I don't really want to do this and you did that. You stepped over your comfort zone and did it. Those are the things that grow businesses. Those are the things when you have difficult conversations, when you have when you're calling cold calling and you don't like calling cold calling because it, it makes you feel bad or it may, it's, those are the things that ultimately grow your business. But meaning like taking that extra step that goes, another great example, you're selling a condo and there's association fees. Why would you not, when you show that condo, go and get every other local condo communities and get their association fees and say, hey, look, not only are you getting this condo, but here's the association fees. Well, here's the association fees in all the comparable uh, condo communities. What I'm trying to drive home, the point I'm trying to drive home is that to create a wow experience for people, the truth is it starts with understanding the greatest pain points and desires of your customer. And when you understand your customer and you've connected with them and and you have this personalization with them, what you tend to do with them, it's as simple as when I meet you the first time, what type of coffee do you like, Josh? The next time I show up to show you houses, guess what I'm bringing to you? I'm bringing you the coffee that you like. I'm like, Starbucks, I'm dark pers- roast, right? I'm Fenty. personalizing your service. Because when you walk into the Starbucks, right? You can walk in, go through the line, they service you quickly, they get you the Starbucks, the Starbucks tastes good, it's awesome. 
But imagine you walk in and they go, hey, Josh, it's great to see you. We'll have your um, caramel macchiato. That's what I like to drink at Starbucks because it's like <laughs> I don't even dessert. Know what that is. Yeah, see, he's like, I drink straight black coffee. But, <laughs> you know, for, for me, the person who likes the sugary stuff, the point being is they walk in, hey, well, Luke, it's great to see you. I have your caramel macchiato. I'll get it coming up for yeah. you. Makes you feel important, makes you feel good, personalized, and it creates a wow. What experience. you're hitting on is you're hitting on the difference between customer service and customer experience. Mm. Customer service is going to be part of the overall experience, but customer service is making sure that that coffee gets to you in a timely manner and it's prepared correctly, Yes. right? The customer experience, taking it beyond that, even if you're looking at booking a, um, booking a vacation or something and you order tickets and the person's friendly and helpful and you get everything on time, that's, that's customer service. Showing up to the hotel room, finding out that, you have, um, that your room has been upgraded and they also uh, met this other special request that you put into the comments section. Yeah, they put you with an ocean view. That's enhancing the, cu the customer experience. And the reason why that's so important today is because I think like 60% of companies surveyed said that customers have three times or three times more power than they did a year ago or something like from that. From like a referral standpoint or something? Just or? from the standpoint of being able to control their success. Oh, gotcha. Right? Yep. Because you have so many options online now. Yep. Everything's transparent. The consumer's Every experience in charge. That's, the consumer is they, in they, charge. They get access to the data now. Companies used to Technology be in charge. Technology is yep. driving all of that access. We know all of the information. Now we're in it, and every, we all do this. This isn't saying like, you know, these, these uh, selfish humans that right. we aren't part of are doing this. We all expect it when we go to, when right. we interact with a business, when we interact with a service uh, professional, we're always looking for Okay, great. What's yep. what's the next level? What are you doing beyond the, the baseline? The point that Josh just made right there sums up the whole podcast. If you take nothing away from the podcast, the point he just made is absolutely critical. Are you offering customer service in your business or are you creating a customer experience where you are literally you're taking it from just I'm servicing you to where, yeah, you got my mortgage done, you, you handled the paperwork, to where you created an experience for me because an experience is what triggers the reciprocity effect in me to refer. Experience, when I feel this buzz, it's like creating, like Brian Buffini always says this, when he, when he talks to realtors about popping by the, you know, your client's house, what he's trying to get you to focus on is creating a buzz because if you can create that warm and fuzzy feeling, I don't know how else to describe it, if you can create that really warm and fuzzy feeling inside somebody, that's what triggers the reciprocity. Focus on your business today and go, how is the experience? For, I know my services, if you don't have good service, you won't be in business. If you can't service people and do what you say you're going to do, which is a pet peeve of mine, which I might rant on on this podcast <laughs> because I'm dealing with contractors and it, and no offense to, there's probably great contractors listening to this. So I'm not trying to beat you guys up, but your you're industry, the good your industry sucks when it comes <laughs> to doing what you say you're going to do. It's crazy to me. Yeah. It's absolutely crazy. That service, you won't be in business unless you offer the service. But in today's world, in a tech, technology driven world where the consumer's in control, it's the experience that's now dominating, which leads really to uh, the second critical point that's on my mind when it comes to you know a wow experience for your clients is convenience. It is all about convenience. It is, we're literally in this 
society today or really world today where it's the compression of time how can you save me time how can you put the easy button for staples for me because that's what the consumer is really after i want it to be easy i want convenience and and i'm gonna i can give you some details on convenience josh i don't know if you have any thoughts on convenience because i just don't i feel like i'm ranting here no you're but good. the convenience what's so critical about the convenience is Technology is enabling me as the consumer to do your job. Right. Realtors that's out the, there. That's the truth. I can, I mean, let's, let's, yes, out, that's it. That's it. Insurance people, I can get quotes online. I can use Rocket Mortgage if I want to do mortgage. I can do all these things. Why would I go to you? Why would I use someone like you? It's the convenience and experience you bring to me. Meaning, if you're a realtor, like I told this to my realtor, and I think he took this to heart and now implements in, the, in his business from what I've seen, is that why I'm paying him is because I don't have to set up the inspection. And when the inspection stuff happens, he's getting the contractors. He's getting everybody in the table talking. He's basically being the person that takes care of everything for me. Why is that critical? It's critical because what is the most valuable thing to every human being on the planet? It's their time. Their time is the most valuable thing in the world. And so when you provide convenience, you ultimately give them back the most valuable gift they can ever be given, which is their time. Where they don't have to spend time doing something that they don't want to do, you'll do it for them. Focus on like um, Leonard, one of our great friends that's a REMAX broker out in Washington. He talks about this concierge model. So it's a beautiful idea, which is basically I'm a concierge for you. I'm going to do everything for you. I'm going to be your trusted guide along the way. I'm going to help you on this whole journey. And that is going to help you create an experience versus servicing. Because servicing, I can do online. I can get serviced online. But I I can't get an experience. Well, I mean, I even read a stat that said 40% of people are willing to pay more for a better experience. Now, just think about that. Same product, maybe even better pricing on the Mm -hmm. other one. But they're willing to pay more to have that experience because Mm -hmm. what you're saying is so true that we have all the options in the world. Mm -hmm. How are you going to make this process enjoyable for me? Guys, buying a house, purchasing a life insurance plan, whatever it might be, these are like- exciting. (laughs) These are hard decisions. I mean, my wife and I, we we bought a house about six months ago, and it was like an emotional roller coaster, looking at all of these different houses. And what our real estate agent did, her name is Erica Lundmark, so if you're listening, shout out to Erica. But what she did was she provided like emotional support yep. for my She's wife Sherpa. during this process yep. because we'd go to these places and we'd we'd get um, we'd be looking for a house and before we even had a chance to see it like before they even had a chance to show it or they said it would be showed sure. it would already sell and it was just like this nonstop because our market is so crazy but um, and you know we're going to these places and 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 you know you get your hopes up on this one place and we did this for six months and I know real estate agents are like oh I hate yep. <laughs> driving around <laughs> looking driving around wasting the gas money for but six months she never stopped empathizing she never yep. stopped caring she never stopped texting she never stopped just yep. always making sure that she was incredibly responsive well, to any question that we had and we had to be driving her nuts yep I know you probably were driving that her nuts. she was going crazy <laughs> with us but she never let that show and that was an experience customer service yep. would have been showing up and showing us the house and say yep. great you saw it great let's go yep creating the experience she had empathy man she right, she had empathy with the I mean, situation so what, what does this mean for your commission you see a lot of people offering discounts on their commission or something like that you don't have to people don't care what oh, you that's charge that's such a good point they yes. care if you earned it yep so you can charge 
In fact, more. when you lower your commission, you lower your value. Yeah. When you discount your price, you discount your value. I'm not saying that it's wrong. I'm just saying that's what you're doing. Yeah. You're discounting your value. My realtor, Brian, said, hey, man, we'll show, I'll show you as many houses as it takes to make sure you guys get the right house. Or said that, I, too, and then she I, regretted it. Yeah. Six months later. <laughs> it's a great line, though. <laughs> I will share this, uh, this story with you guys to show you how powerful the experience is. I was literally on a, a Spirit of Philadelphia cruise. Um, and with the creative team here, and I was with our producer, Mark, who's sitting over there, and we were talking about the carpet in this ship and, and the design, <laughs> right? And it was dated. I mean, yeah. it was probably the 90s, early 90s. I mean, it looked kind of rough. And because of the carpet and the design, guess what it made us question? It made us question the food. And we got on talking about this whole idea of like, man, you could have amazing food, right. but if it's not displayed right, if it doesn't come out, I don't know the proper term for it, but if you're not like setting it up right, it psychologically, I don't enjoy the food as much. I don't, and it's literally, it's crazy how like in this world, the experience you can create, even by the things you do in your business, like the way you design, you know, the, the floor that people walk through for your retail store, can, like Wegmans is an unbelievable grocery store. Unbelievable, because the experience that you get, Chick-fil-A, an incredible, their food isn't anything super special. Why My do pleasure. people, ra yes, One line. they rave about them because the experience, the cleanliness of the restaurants, the My Pleasures, they rave about them because that, I guess the point I'm trying to drive home is that if you tend to start focusing on the experience, not just the service, you have to do the service. Well, I think the other point that you're making is none of that happened by accident. Correct. It's Nothing well accidentally out. happened. When you're sitting there saying, if you're if you're trying to help someone find a home or you, you have someone whose daughter is Julie and she likes ballet, go and look for the best. You have to sit down, carve out some time and think through creative ideas yes. like that. Get on Google, brainstorm with a partner, start working through what are some creative ideas that I can do for my clients. That way you don't have to think reinvent mm -hmm. the wheel every time you have a new yes. client come in the door. You have your client experience cheat sheet and you're looking through it say, great, what strategies and what tactics do I have available to me yes. to help enhance this client's experience? Because I know yes. if I do that, that they're going to they're going to come back to me mm -hmm. the next time they need my services yep. and they're going to be compelled to refer me to others when they know someone who can yep. use my services. That, that's ultimately why people refer. People refer because the experience they had, it leads me to my third point on here that when I think about creating a wow experience, which is do the unexpected. When you do, when I, so the greatest thing about marketing, when you're trying to come up with how do I market, when you're trying to come up with how do I create a wow experience, just ask yourself what you like. Just ask yourself, hey, when I've bought something, when I've gone through the process of buying a car, did I have a wow experience? If I did, why not? Think of the times that you've been wowed in your life. Why? When I asked myself this question, it was when things happened to me that were unexpected. And what's beautiful about this is not only does this happen in the actual conversation, like when you're buying something, it a lot of times happens after in your nurture campaigns that you put together after in your drip campaigns after where it was not expected that my realtor would continue to follow up with me and not only obviously give me a closing gift, but follow up and offer value when it came to like our air conditioning unit uh, messed up the other day. We called him. He not only told us what to do with the HVAC, he recommended us people to the HVAC. Like the unexpected oh, things, right? Step, the right. unexpected things that you're not expecting from people, do the unexpected. When you do the unexpected, 
people then all of a sudden see you as what? They see you as not just a vendor that's servicing them. They see you as someone who's truly going above and beyond. You always want to under promise, over deliver. I really always like to say over promise and over deliver. Yes, do both. Uh, But the point being is like do the unexpected. I think it's almost like an upsell. Like, you know how when you're going through the process of Amazon checking out and how they always upsell you with different items? Every single Every single time. time. But the, but the truth is, like, and this is a not a good example from the standpoint of I'm not driving home like a wow experience, but I'm trying to share something of like psychologically, we how many of us impulse buy on those items that just upsell? The point I'm trying to make is if you don't have something in your process that is like, okay, I'm going to sell them the home and then I'm going to come behind and yeah, I'm going to do a closing gift because that's part of the, the, the wow experience that I want to create. But then three days later, I'm going to call them or a week later, I'm going to call them and I'm going to show up with something else that's unexpected. A pizza. Well, oh, great. Great. I've heard this actually before. Sending them pizza. On moving day. Right. Yes. You stole it. You stole it right out of my ass. Sending, <laughs> sending them pizza on moving day. Unexpected. Right. Unexpected that here you know they're going and they're moving into the home. They have kids and you right. get pizza. But what you said, well, so on Amazon, to bring that back to your marketing, uh, one of the things that we hammer home and we preach is that not only does it have to be timely and quality and unexpected, but it has to be relevant. Mm-hmm. So the reason yeah, why Amazon does it yep. so well, the reason why they're so successful with that is because they're not just throwing out random things for you to buy. They it's know not you. the grocery store checkout line where it's just a bunch of gum and candy and stuff like that that you're <laughs> going to buy because, you know, who doesn't need right. a couple sweets after the stress of going through a, can- a grocery store? Correct. But they're actually providing you with something that's relevant to you because they look at what you just bought. They've looked at your purchase history. Yep. Think about that in your client experience. What are you providing? What kind of content are you delivering that's going above and uh, going above and beyond, uh, breaking expectations, but then is also relevant to them, like the pizza. That's pretty super relevant it's and pretty, timely. And, and it's good. And pizza <laughs> is very, very good. So how does this, I mean, um, I don't know if we want to get into this yet, but how does that, what does that kind of break down to ROI? We've actually ran some numbers and we did a podcast in the past about the uh, value of relationship marketing. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I think we'll throw the same, we'll throw a link to that podcast and we'll throw a link uh, to this blog post in the show notes as well for this podcast, because I think it really is important to break down what the what the cost of this client yeah, experience is going to create. Yeah, because you're going to be spending a ton of money on this. You're going to feel like you are, and yeah. you're not going to feel like you're getting instant gratification. Now, there's some general stats that say that uh, an increase in customer retention by just 5% can boost your profits from anywhere from 25 to 95%, depending on your industry. They say that acquiring new customers is five to 25 times more expensive than retaining existing ones. Those are some pretty broad ranges. Those are some pretty big numbers. But right. basically, everything that it's saying is, if you have the ability to retain a customer after the sale, right. then you, so it's going to be a lot effective. cheaper than finding a right. new one. But if you actually want to look at relationship marketing, we took... Um, Basically, what your repeat and referral rate would be based on statistics. This is for real estate that we got from NAR. 54, uh, 54% of home buyers, 64% of home sellers found their agents through referrals uh, or had worked with them in the past. So what you want to start doing is look at how many contacts are in your database that you can market to or send content to after the sale. 
And then you want to start looking at how many houses are you planning on selling in a year. Right. And that'll help you start getting some of these numbers. And we'll put the formulas up online. But basically what it is, is you take your new, uh, your new repeat and referral business, divide that by your existing relationships, multiply that by the number of years remaining, multiply that by your average commission. That gives you a lifetime value of a customer. Then take your lifetime value, multiply that by your number of contacts, and that's going to give you the cost of relationship marketing or of not reusing relationship marketing. Take your lifetime value, subtract lifetime cost, those first two equations that you did, divide that by your lifetime cost of what you'd be paying for that marketing tool, that consistent right. client experience that you're delivering after the fact, and ultimately that's going to give you ROI percentage for every relationship that you save. So you're really looking at it from a standpoint of what am I going to retain uh, profit-wise right, in my business if I maintain these yep. relationships over X amount of years. Now, just to give you guys a ballpark number, if you had 100 contacts in your database that you were doing this with and those stats held true and you had 15 years left in your career. So I know that's a lot to go sure. through. But just imagine but that's that. the precedent. That's, that's the, the precedent. Yes. Total value of, of maintaining the client uh, experience with that group, $1.6 million <laughs> in commission. <laughs> Yeah, it's now that's over 15 years. All right, so you guys are thinking right now, listening to this man, this guy's like the rain man up here. I don't understand this. We're gonna link this blog, it is an incredible blog and podcast. We go through this in a podcast, yeah, but this really will break down because what Josh is saying, we have literally looked at what the stats out there are showing, and just for a hundred contacts, say that number one more time. Just for 100 contacts. 100 contacts contacts over the course of 15 years, the total value will be more than 1.6 million dollars in commission. Yep. Yeah. In commission. Yep. The biggest mistake people make when it comes to business in general, let alone the wow experience they're trying to create for their clients, is they seek instant gratification. They, they seek instant results. And they don't understand that if you play the long-term game, if you play the relationship game, you will come out on top more. It doesn't mean you shouldn't have the grind and the hustle and the clothes and all that good stuff to push for deals today. It truly means that though you're building a brand and a business that brings value for years, for hundreds of years, for a legacy versus just in this instant gratification world today, because when you're focused on today, you get today's results. Yeah. Yeah, and it's important to go through that because I think that as much as we want to throw out creative ideas and stuff, we always have to look at the ROI. When you're spending money on marketing and we're spending time, which is money, on the client experience and this follow-up process, uh, you have to look at the ROI. Yeah, well, think of this podcast we're doing. Why the heck are we doing this podcast? I mean, is it because Josh and I just really, really love it? The reasons in the name of the podcast. (laughs) But the point being is we're giving this free value out that we've learned partially because it's, it's our love and our passion, of course. Right. But but the ultimate goal is we want to share what our knowledge is, what we know, what we're learning every single day, share it with you guys for free, give you value, because we want ultimately you guys to think of us when it comes to relationship marketing, earning referrals in your business, growing your business by referrals, growing your business by repeat business and understanding that, hey, these guys aren't just after selling me a product. These guys aren't just after closing me today and not really caring about me. The reason why I know that is because they have been just giving, giving, and giving free stuff because they they want the relationship. They want the long-term business. We spend money on it. Josh and I's time is money. Our producer's time is money. We have people that focus on this. Yeah, but it's a discounted rate because it's fun. Yeah. (laughs) But the point being is it's a great example of things you should be doing in your business to create wow experiences, to add value. And when you focus on that, you'll end up building a long-term business versus something in the short term. 
But don't ever perceive Josh and I wrong in the sense of you still got to make money. You still got to stay paid. We're just trying to get, let you know, hey, there's so many things you need to do in your business that need to have a long-term outlet. And then when we do podcasts like cold calling, you know, calling a hot lead from Facebook or something like that, well, that's something you got to close today because right. you got to pay the bills. Right. So you just need to start thinking in your mind when you're thinking about your wow experience, think long-term, think about the client's future and that will help you and be a good starting point. Absolutely. So there you have it. Some ideas on how and why to create a wow experience for your client. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Please let us know if you have any other ideas that you would uh, be willing to share with us. We do post these uh, podcasts on YouTube, so you can comment there. You can also send us an email. We don't say this enough, but you can send us an email at podcast at ReminderMedia.com or check us out on Facebook. Comment there. If you guys like this and enjoyed it and you are finding some value in it, please share this podcast with one person. Uh, we don't expect you to share it with that. Well, you could share it with that. Well, you could you share it with 10,000 people if you wanted but to. But if we you like you. it, if you got anything out of this today and you're yes. able to apply it to your business, do us a favor. Tell one other person about it. Grab their phone. Pull a podcast on their yes. phone if they have an iPhone. Plug in, stay paid, Take search for it there. Yes. If they've got an Android, go to Google Play. You can also find us in Spotify. Uh, we'd appreciate that so much. Also, to get new episodes of this podcast, subscribe to Stay Paid in your favorite podcast player. Make sure to follow us, Reminder Media, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We also post weekly coaching videos on YouTube. You can search for Reminder Media and look for the Above the Noise series. For this episode of Stay Paid, I am Joshua Stike. And I'm Luke Acree, and I'm going to close with this action item. So I believe you guys should build a strategic plan to personalize your service. That's the first step into creating an experience, is figuring out the strategies you're going to use, like I mentioned on today's podcast for a real estate agent, you know, understand the family dynamic and what the kids are into. So when you show the home, you can simply just say, hey, look, there's a dance studio two miles away. So figure out the strategies you're going to use in your business to create it and personalize it so you can create that wow experience. And second, figure out the convenience factors that you offer. So as a realtor, what are the convenience factors that you bring to the table? As an insurance agent, what are the convenience factors you bring to the table? Do those two action items and you're well on your way to creating an experience for your clients, not just a service. Remember that the difference between a top producer and a mediocre producer is top producers take action. So take action on that today. 